Welcome to the State of Developer Education, a podcast by Major League Hacking. We explore how technical leaders are creatively tackling the developer education gap to help prepare the next generation of technologists for the real world and build businesses that can adapt to any changes in the technology ecosystem. I'm your host, John Gottfried. Hi, everyone. I'm John. Uh host of the State of Developer Education. Uh, in this episode, I'm talking with uh, Nikita Koshalev, uh, who is a developer community builder, uh, works on a lot of different interesting projects. Um, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm so good. It's like for the last few months, every, every time you ask me how I'm doing during the day, I will say much better than before and then it will keep just growing. It's like, it's like I'm life in a movie these days. It's like, yeah. I love it. But we'll, we'll speak more about it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, well, thank you for joining me. Um, I'd love to start off. I always like to ask folks about how they got started in tech. So, you know, going way back in time, uh, what got you into software engineering in the first place? Hunger? No, like, I mean, it, uh, I'm from a family which became extremely poor during, uh, like, the Soviet Union collapse. So I tried uh, yogurt when I was 15 because it was a luxury. I know what the chocolates look like when they're three, six months, two, six months due. And that's that's actually a luxury because now you can have a chocolate. And I know what uh, orange juice looks like when it's like five months after. I, we never tried that one, not so. Uh, and I remember picking the cheapest potatoes in the market because buying potatoes in the supermarket, so I'm in the open market, uh, is a luxury, like beyond your belief. So I had a choice. I had a university, and uh, I only like computers, and I wanted to survive. Uh, and I wanted to help my parents. And uh, well, now I don't give a monkey about computers. Now I only care about people and nature, well, environment around them. But I was young, stupid, more than now, and I cared about, I, I wanted to do computers and I wanted to do finance. When you got started, had you ever done anything with computers in like yeah. high school or my, middle school or was it was college like the first exposure? My father is a very prominent uh, software lead. Mm -hmm. he, did, he worked with Soviet computers, like serious stuff, like acoustics processing and stuff like, I cannot talk much about that, uh, but although it's not classified anymore, I guess. And then he became, uh, as, as, as many Estonian officers who were part of Soviet Army, he became uh, somebody else. So he became a teacher, but even even there, he couldn't just sit there. <laughs> he became the best in Estonia. And he was doing what you are doing now when it wasn't a trend. So he was uh, building teams. Like in ordinary schools, he was, he was building teams around the projects like Source Foundation. Yeah. Like uh, I think it's called Ion or something like this. So he was telling like everybody can do something in the project. So let's see. So you like computers more. So you write HTML if you want to. And so you want to your your English is better than others. So you like enjoy it, for example. So you you'll do that. Oh, you like checking information. So you can go to library and bring us sources. So like everybody had a role. And the more I think about it, the uh, like the more it makes sense now because it's like how it should be. No wonder that his students did so well, always. And uh, yeah, and I'm just stealing and changing other people's ideas. Uh, that's what they say good artists do, right? Uh, geniuses. 
Good artist, they copy geniuses too. Uh, I'm not sure I'm a genius, but I don't have enough data for that. Time will show. Yeah. In a way, I'm in survival way. Oh, yeah. That's your your father was in the field and you went into it kind of out of necessity. It well, sounds like you, when, you, you've become a little bit disillusioned with it. Yeah, when you cannot allow buying food, afford buying food, then uh, uh, that's, yeah, that's a necessity. Well, where are you at with it today? Like, what do you work on now? Oh, uh, it's mostly classified, more or less. I cannot really tell, but it's not military, but it's... And now I cannot talk about this part. Uh, and I, as I said, I cannot even mention where I work, although I can yeah. Google. And uh, I'm quite happy that my company takes uh, public interest so high and they explain them so well to people that I'm aware that I cannot really talk about it. Let's say finance, more or less. Finance, mainframes, that stuff. But that's like, I, mean, I won't say it's the boring stuff. I will say it's the peak of the iceberg. Because most of the stuff, like nice and apple, what I'm known for, I'm doing when the sun sets. So, like what? Oh my God, now we're starting. So uh, right now you see a picture of a person who is in clinical depression. Uh, over a year ago, I was, uh, so I'm getting off the meds. So I actually last pill was like a month ago. So if I start crying, it's okay. Um, it's okay not to be okay. And I had like one day till suicide, like a few years ago. I don't remember the date. And then I got, I did this math in, in my head and I thought that, okay, let's just think about it. So currently you think it's the best solution, but what if you're wrong? It's a reversible decision. So let's just check with uh, professionals. And apparently I was wrong. And then after that, when I was like trying to find why should I leave, I realized that, well, basically at my current work, what I was, what I thought I was doing, which is not true, but still I'm transforming salary into food, into non-food substance. Uh, that's not something I want to be on my gravestone. I don't want to have a gravestone, to be honest. Uh, I would prefer C, but anyway. And then I thought, okay, I need to find something which I really loved in this life, life to the point. And I spent like half a day lying on the bed. And by the way, clinical depression is when you cannot, in my case, when you cannot lift a finger. That's a clinical, for a day. Uh, anyway, so I realized that, uh, and I'm also diagnosed with autism now extremely highly functional, like the best of the best. So about 80% of people with audience, they don't have a job. So I'm very grateful and I have to speak for them now as well. Uh, I cannot speak for them, but I, at least I can make their problems visible and challenges. So, and then I realized that uh, if I help, when I help somebody, I remember it for like 40 years, I'm 40 so, and I remember things I did for people before, good things for like 40 years. So that's the only thing which brings me pleasure. Uh, yeah. And my autistic superpower. And then I realized that, well, I can go to a charity shop and I will enjoy it. It's a good shop. It's a, it's a good job. There are two problems with it. First, it's not scalable. So let's say I can only feed 100 people with soup a day. Uh, and I think it's not that easy to get into soup kitchens, to be honest. Uh, there's a queue. And second is that I won't be using my IT knowledge. So I started thinking and then my friends from London Java community helped me with a few tickets. And then a speaker at uh, Lead Dev helped me, I think Lead Dev uh, in London. Uh, so uh, then a few more people and I was stealing, stealing, and stealing openly ideas. Uh, I have honor, but I still. Uh, and uh, I combined a lot of ideas. And But before it started, I realized that education, 
that we have 8 billion populations and most of them cannot afford going to MIT. Most of them cannot afford going to Oxford. And uh, I started thinking, what can I do for these people? What can I do for those friends from, let's say, uh, Zimbabwe? Well, I wasn't specific at this time. I was just searching. It just happened that the first, no, there's a reason for which it happened that the first community I found was open source Africa. Uh, there's a reason for that, but I was very troubled by, with people who are in a bad situation and they, they're willing to change something. They're willing to do something, but they don't have, I, I thought they don't have many religions there. That's not true. There's outreach, for example. They're amazing. There are other initiatives. I'm sure MLA, uh, is it, I think it's MLH or MHL? Major hacking week? Uh, MLH, sure, yeah, you got it. MLH. Uh, I'm sure like if I start Googling UN community, there will be enough. I, I mean, I know it because uh, your hackathons will be online and stuff, but I didn't know it so when I started creating. So uh, in May, I had so my, I had this mission to, ideally, initially it was to bring people to IT. It, it changed. It, it kept focusing and focusing and focusing. But in May, I had eight people subscribe to me on Twitter. Uh, like May this year. Now, today it's 200, 2,200 something. Wow. And 500, 500, 500 in the last month. And I'm not, I cannot even afford to specialize in it. Uh, I'm like, they're different things. And I created Meetup because two people came, uh, two friends came and asked to explain them what I mean by open source after some tweet. And one, one, one was from, they both were from uh, Northern Africa. One was from, Oh, Tunisia, I think, is it North Africa? And another one I don't remember, but I think it's Egypt, somewhere close. And uh, they asked me, and I explained them, and it was quite surprising because uh, at least one of them, both of them were strong in Java. One of them was ex exceptionally strong in Java. And he was going to like wait 12 years more before his first contribution. And I was like, and he was asking like when he, he should start. And I, like, I was like, yesterday would be, but like today is okay as well. Because it's so easy, people don't people don't know how strong you are. Uh, people don't know their people just don't see. It. All I do, I'm like opening days. Uh, it might sound like very selfish, but that's all I do. Um, my credo is like you already know enough. Just now, now let's let's show you. And uh, I, everybody has a strong side, like everybody. And uh, then started changing. Because uh, I have one principle, I built my so-called, I, I, I built my path about a person, not about myself. And then I quite fast, I realized that just open source contributions, so just open source, it's not specific enough and uh, it's not good enough. And just Java is not good enough because, oh my God, there's 200 million projects. Then it became like, uh, initially it was static with like MIT Oxford competition kind of. And yeah. by the way, I respect those institutions, but uh, they have limited budgets. They, they're doing so much, especially MIT in the world of accessible location. If you just check open ADX, MIT will be all over the place, but they need help. Everybody needs help. Uh, well, I'm helping them. Uh, and then I realized that, well, Open source is huge, and then I, uh, then then it changed to NASA project stuff. Let's let's do something cool. So it became something dragging people out of depression, because the original one I didn't want people to die because I'm happy here, but there are five Nikitas dead somewhere, yeah. and that's not nice. Uh, well, no, it's not nice. And uh, and then it became 
help people to have fun, uh, like not many people know, but you can open NASA uh, GitHub account, like yeah. NASA with the rockets. And you can f- open, for example, the emission control center there, which looks beautiful. And you can start contributing to NASA in five minutes time. You don't even need to commit. You just need to write a tweet. And that's a contribution enough because most of the population of the Earth, 99999, have no idea what open source is or, or at least that NASA is there. So now you just created a few superstars in the future, a few people who will create those small islands of peace and uh, financial stability around them. Yeah. So And they will spend money and some baker will send his, some cool baker will send his or her daughter to Oxford. So uh, it's like a chain reaction. And now it's becoming different. So then it becomes find a job before the Ukraine fa- happened, like this uh, politics around the area. And uh, I'm, I'm not an expert in politics, but yeah. I'm quite an expert in helping people. So I just left this for politics. Like I, I pay taxes, you take care of that. I will help as many people as I can. I'm busy helping people. So, uh, so uh, and now it's uh, because of financial situation, Currently, my focus is on how to earn money with open source. Because if you try LinkedIn Premium and you go to, you change your location to New Delhi and you you change it to remote jobs and you try to find junior job, good luck. If if it's not a junior job, if it's just a web developer, then you can expect from 200 to 1,200 applications just on LinkedIn. So what I'm telling people is like, don't waste your time. Like, there's no point. It's a very bad level. You don't even know this position exists. So LinkedIn, 1,000, few other systems, few more thousands. That's a very bad lottery. So instead, let's find a way how you can earn now and how you can build your brand. So that's what I'm doing now, building. And also, I'm, uh, I have a friend. Uh, her name is Yaroslavna uh, Nishinska, I think. One sec. Yeah. So she builds teams for hackathons, uh-huh. uh, like in mass, on, on scale. So... Uh, she really helps me there because I don't have time, time for that anymore. And she does it better than me. So if she becomes a CTO, I would be happy to work under her command. Uh, not if, when, when she becomes a CTO. Uh, yeah, so I can keep speaking about this stuff till next morning. Uh, so easy. So it sounds like you have a lot of different ways that you help people. I'm curious, like you've talked about, you know, learning these technical skills, right? Like open source or other technical skills can create a lot of opportunity for people. How do you actually help them to learn those skills? Like what are the things that that they should do to start down that path? They should come to me. And then what happens? But actually, actually, actually there's, there's one thing they should do. And uh, I have one condition, one condition only. You, you must care about something. I personally don't care what it will be. Well, of course, if it's like military stuff, killing people, then uh, I'm sorry, but uh, not that I'm not sorry, I'm not helping here. Go to those politicians who I'm paying taxes for. They're smarter than me, let them do that. Uh, I'm not sure what's smarter, by the way. Uh, but as long as you care about anything, so although I don't care about IT anymore, comparing to people, I don't care about IT or open source. IT is my favorite field because NIT and open source especially, because it's projections of the real world. As long as you care for something good, like for example, Yaroslavna, she cares about helping people in a charity. 
So she's been to UK. She's just a good example. I'll keep bringing her. Uh, she's been to UK like eight times and she worked in uh, charity shops for like eight times. So, so when we came to her, with her to a hackathon, which was about social costs in the United States, uh, in, in, in half an hour time, we, have, we had a call with her friend who runs charities in UK. A uh, friend was on vacation. So that shows something. So we were building something built on a real problem. So we were creating an app which shows uh, uh, which, which shows vulnerable and hungry people were well, their food distribution places which still have enough food. Because uh, in, uh, in, 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 in this area, the, in, in this, how to call it, helping people in charity area, uh, as, as this manager said, uh, one of the worst feelings you can experience is that when you're running a soup kitchen and people come there and you say there's no soup, and they say we've been walking for six miles, 10 kilometers, one way. So we wanted to, to stop. We wanted the person to go to right, right direction. Uh, yeah, and we did it. Not the whole application, but still fourth place. Major hack in the league, I think. No, sorry, that was a meta hack. Yeah, I mixed them. Like, yeah. like, I guess the question is, like, someone comes to you for help and they says, you know, I want to, maybe they want to get into IT. Maybe they just want to learn these skills as a means to an end. Then How I, do they get started? Like, what, um, what do they do? If they come to me and they say, I want to get an IT, I will ask one question, like, really? Are you absolutely sure you want to get in IT? Because a lot of people come to me and they say, I want to do open source. There was case one case when a person came to me, a good friend, and he said, I want to live in London. I want to do finance. And my question was, do you? Uh, because I don't want to help people. Often people want something which they, they, they say they want something which they don't want at all. So this person, for example, asked him if he reads Financial Times with his grandmother in the evenings, and he didn't. And then I say, look, you live, uh, I think it was Nigeria. So uh, you, you probably have a big, big family there. So in 20 years time, if you succeed, uh, you'll be living in a small flat in the center of London. Most probably with no friends because it's London. Most probably uh, hating your job because you never love finance in the first place. And probably you'll be alone and most probably you'll be cut off from your family in uh, in uh, Africa. And by the way, you won't be that rich because uh, real estate in London, well, good luck. Uh, are you sure you want it? And I could see how his fail, face went pale. And I was like, okay, now let's talk about what you do at your normal life. What is he enjoying doing most? And he was enjoying most explaining to his friends how molecular chemistry works and quantum mechanics. And I was like, so you live in the one of the largest populated countries with the hugest demand for education. And demand for education in this world is huge. And you want to exchange, and, and you obviously are talented because if somebody can explain this stuff to an average student, uh, not in terms of like, I, I'm not sure mind skills exist or IQ, but people have different strengths. And if he, he, he can he can explain it to people of mixed strengths, then he's good. And I was like, okay, let's pack this idea of London and finance for now. Let's actually check EDX. We checked and EDX on open source, it doesn't exist. It's small, it's tiny. But then we found open EDX and this thing is huge. So there's OpenEdX, there's uh, this one, uh, Free Code Camp. There's a ton of stuff there. I'm sure if I check, you will be there. And to be honest, these days I will say go to uh, MHL because uh, that's uh, that's the 
well, I cannot yet explain why, but I think you are in the exactly right space, exactly right spot, because uh, then we'll cut off all the uh, stuff like courses. You don't need to do courses. You need to do stuff which matters. Courses might help, but usually they are not enough efficient for me. And then we'll see. Basically, the situation, as you said, food, for example, somebody doesn't have food, then and I will say, look, let's park NASA for some time. You need food. So a friend of mine from uh, from Northern Ireland, uh, she was scammed. She's from India. Her family really wants her to come her, to come back and get married and forget all the uh, ladies working at all thing. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, so how much money you got? Uh, less than for a month. I'm like, okay, let's park the whole IT thing for now. You go out of a house and let's find your job. And she was like, oh, there are no jobs. Really? How do you search? Oh, internet, Google. No, forget it. You go to the high street and you check the windows. And if it says required, then you go in and you check. And next day she's like texting me, you know what? I checked three shops and the third one they needed somebody and she got a job. So now she's doing technical writing. Currently she parked it because she's doing Christmas stuff and uh, the lot is high. So I told her that her priority is to survive. She's very good in technical writing. And if you need a technical writer, she's one of the best. Her first yeah. post got like 400 likes. I never had anything close to it. Wow. Now she's good. And um, yeah, so it's it all depends on what you need. Really need, not what you say you need what you need. Sometimes it will be the same, but most of them not. So I'm sorry, I might show you what you really need. No, I'm not. I I will show you what you really need. And I will tell you that the recipe I'm giving you, I can guarantee what you want think it's wrong. I can absolutely guarantee you the project will choose for you and the way you'll contribute is absolutely wrong, but you will pick up momentum. You will get a vision which will allow you to focus and focus and focus and pick up more and more momentum and spend less and less time and create more and more impact. Because I'm very strict on focusing and spending less time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, stuff like that. So uh, you can call it magic, but it works. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think technology is a means to an end, right? Like it can be a way to make money it can be a way to make impact it can be a way to solve problems you know it's not necessarily the goal in itself right like software is not a self-fulfilling prophecy it's a tool and so i think a lot of people hear about software engineering and they're like this is something i want to do but they don't necessarily have a specific goal in mind that they want to accomplish they just understand that it's a really powerful tool that they want access to and so I think that's part of what drives people down that path where they're like, they see people who have this successful life or have made this impact and they want to follow in their footsteps. And, you know, I that's, I don't know, it's different for every person. No, it's, it's good. That's why I like talking to friends like yourself, uh, because I think your perspective is right, but it's wrong because the bigger picture is much worse than you think. Because you were talking about people who think IT is like uh, is a how did they call it? So they who think that IT is a good thing for them to do, and they don't know why, but they think it's a good thing. The problem is much bigger. Most of the people I've met, they think IT is they cannot do IT, right. and that's the real problem. So people who 
who can be very good in our area, which is mostly everybody. And that's another problem. Like, what we, what should I do when every when I make everybody a really cool IT contributor? Like, uh, well, maybe it's a good thing. Uh, and uh, but the problem is that so many absolutely brilliant people they don't go to IT. I just had a uh, not just few maybe a month ago I had a call uh, with maybe a friend, not maybe it was uh, Africa. I'm not sure which community it was, maybe source, uh, but uh, they were discussing internships in Africa, and that's a that's a huge problem. So they were like discussing how many people the place, and then you need to suck it up and stay strong and so on. And uh, and I said that uh, I'm extremely against it. I, I respect everybody, but I'm extremely against it. So let's do open source. But I think I met this person there. Then we meet another meetup, and she was like, "Oh, I applied to outreach, and then I pulled my application away because I think I'm not because I'm not worthy." And I'm like, "Okay, so you live in I think it was either Kenya or Nigeria. Let's make it Kenya. Uh, so you live in Kenya. You learned yourself." You, you taught yourself enough to get into support job in IT in Kenya, which is not a walk in the park, because so you need to be extremely proactive to get such a quality job in this area, and and very smart. And you know internet on the level of DNS, how DNS works, and you are going to you you you're set to improve this knowledge, and you know that that and that. You know what, friend? I've never seen anybody more worthy of outreach than you, or almost never. So you know what? Next time you see it, apply. And and then a few days after, she calls me, she texts me and says that she got a job. She had an interview, and she went there, and she felt very calm, and uh, she knew her strengths now. And then later, they texted, they called her and said, you're hired, and you're hired because we liked uh, how confident you, you are in your skills. You're not blowing them, you know, like, oh, I'm so cool. No, you know what you know, and you're honest about it, and you're confident. And I'm like, uh, okay, that's not exactly, that's a little bit fast, but, and then outreach open the applications. So I'm not sure about now, but if uh, you, you really should, uh, you really should Google friends, outreach, um, they're amazing. They, uh, uh, they're it's a really cool program. Yeah, really cool program. So, uh, well, check with uh, MHL. That they they help those and the most underrepresented ones, and uh, they have limited budgets. So unfortunately, they cannot onboard everybody. But when they can, they pay seven thousand dollars in three months for this amazing person to work on open source projects that matter. And because yeah. there are many that don't, but they do, and then well, your life is pretty much improved. Yeah, we we actually run a similar program that's a little bit mm -hmm. like. Oh. different in scope called the mlh fellowship and it oh my god I don't know, like, so oh, there's a lot of programs like that right like our uh, fellowship outreachy google summer of code and they have an enormous impact on the people who participate like they really can be life-changing experiences but can we do one thing because i'm also part of as i mentioned before london java community which is not yeah. london and it's not java it's community so friends listening to it if you like fishing come to us, like the one with the road. If you like jujitsu, come to us. So whatever, like there's space for everybody. But it will be really nice to, nice to learn about this fellowship program. Yeah. So if you message me on LinkedIn, let's make it happen. Okay. No, I, I mean, it will happen. And uh, it will be nice for people in London to know. I'm not sure if it, is it like worldwide or is it? Yeah, it's, it's virtual. No, I, I mean the program itself, the fellowship, is it worldwide? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we have students like from certain countries. like 30 or 40 countries. Well, that's good. Uh, because I was going to say that even if it wasn't, we'll just slightly change it. We'll say that how to build a program and why. Yeah. So, and now actually it will be how to build a program and why. And it will be nice. It will that's be, cool. it, it, I it, appreciate that. Need. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you that like a lot of developers have like imposter syndrome, like you're describing, right? Like they don't think they're capable of it. And I getting over that syndrome. like psychological hump is very uh, difficult when you're starting out. Uh, I love imposter syndrome. I absolutely love it because it's what everybody has. Yep. And it's your weaknesses which allow you to uh, to connect. If you if you check, I think it's called Imposter Learns IT. Yeah. You'll find the yeah, Imposter. Uh, you'll find the friendly face there. So what I thought that from now on, when I learn Golang or something, I'll just switch on the screen because I've seen a lot of uh, like courses, not courses like videos, like somebody builds you know Linux in five hours time while studying yeah. Japanese and traditional <laughs> Chinese and uh, getting a black belt in karate. Mm, and then I, I've seen streams. Well, I, I, I've seen the result, but I've seen, let's say, a few years ago, a lady started and she was like asking people what the four cycle is and she was yep. struggling into it. But there's difference now. So people who are doing this jujitsu thing, they're still doing it. And, and this girl is a developer advocate somebody way at the top because she was honest and true. Yeah. So I want people to see that learning IT is not... It takes time and effort, and most of all, most of all, it actually only needs your consistency. Yeah. So as long as you do it every day, uh, or like every some, hours, well, be consistent, it will happen. So I thought I I will never learn Golang. Now I know a little bit, and I will know more. It's it's uh, for me it's a privilege now because yeah. I always have to choose should I do Golang even openly, or should I uh, research something to help the community? So it's like a battle which uh, inside me. So um, it's, yeah. uh, and I need Golang because it's the easiest way to get jobs, the quality jobs, as I understand, remote jobs, it's Golang and containers, which is Golang, Docker, which is in Golang, and Kubernetes, which is in Golang, and a lot of stuff around in the whole ecosystem. So, and I cannot tell people that go and use this, uh, uh, project to earn money yeah. unless I've done it. So when I will do it, I will be able to tell that go for like, example, Elastic. Well, Elastic is an exception. They have like an amazing program for people. Uh, but I would prefer to learn how to earn myself. Uh, it doesn't matter how much, maybe a dollar. It's okay. But then I can tell people, look, it works. Yeah. It's like a lot of people I'm helping, they will be in very interesting situations when you need to choose your means very carefully. And I yeah. cannot, I, I've only saved one person from a bootcamp for 20K, uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I need to put people, not I need, I, I put people first. Uh, don't think I do, that I don't burn out now. I'm trying to get something in return. So uh, yeah. current, currently I'm thinking how to make money with all this stuff without putting people at like privileged and privileged things. So yep. the best I have invented so far, I think of creating a news, uh, newsletter for a dollar per month or something. And uh, it will only collect, I will collect information from my tweets, but then one month after I will make it publicly available on Dev2. Yeah. So uh, this way I want, because for some people, $1 is a lot of money. 
yeah. for many people actually it will be a nice to have many people and uh maybe even in UK unfortunately and uh, uh this way i will be able to pay for my mobile phone maybe uh, if i'm very optimistic because people for example people look at you john and they think you are smiling and life is easy but they they are not there when you're modifying those videos they are not there when it's two yeah. o'clock in the morning on monday and you have to fix this processing file uh this this exact place where nikita was slurping tea from the cup next to the microphone jt1 and you need to remove it for some reason because i would rather not uh but uh because Yeah, so there's a lot of hard work behind the scenes to make right. things successful. Yeah, like I think that like people who are new don't see that. You know, they see the end result and it looks like magic, but they don't see what it took to get there and how much people struggled and doubted themselves. And like, I think that's that's one of those things where like the media around technology makes it look like much more of a talent than a skill. You know, it's not like like it's learnable. It's like anything else. You yeah, know, I that's what I'm fixing. Yeah, I, I think it's really important. I, I mean, you know, people people think it's about yeah. yeah and as I said, I'm very autistic, so if I like interrupt you, just tell me. That's okay. Um, so people think it's about talent or skill. I would say none of those is true. Yeah. They they, uh, they can think about it and they can believe it in. I, I would say it's still about care. As long as you care, and those listening to it, um, if you don't know IT, the less you know, the better it is, because you are blessed with this knowledge. Because you can start now, and you can record a very authentic experience of a person becoming better in IT now. If John tries to imitate you, or I try to imitate you, it won't work. How on earth should I know that my friends in Gambia they have hundred kilobit connection, and the edit mode in their sorry edit mode in their GitHub doesn't work because they have four gigabyte notebooks or whatever. So we will never know. So we'll give instructions that oh look, just press this E key on the keyboard and GitHub page will start modifying it in the browser. Just press a dot and Visual Studio Code will open in your Chrome browser. It yeah. won't. You in Gambia, uh, welcome to the real world. But what you need to understand when you're beginning the IT, and the earlier you understand it, it's uh, the better it is. I don't think that any person in the world can, mo- I, and I'm thinking of Linus Stolt at the moment, can make a bigger impact in IT than being a visible leader, a visible person who shares. Because you can be a girl from a village in Nigeria. Uh, that's that's a very good start. It's not you learning, let's say, JavaScript. It's thousands of girls who see you as a role model. It's thousands of girls who understand that it's it's okay to be CTO if you're female. It's how it should be. It's okay for a female to earn a lot in IT. That's how it should be. Yeah. And same for boys. So uh, if it's a boy from a uh, work-class family from, um, from, from England, and uh, we have programs to help people, but sometimes these boys are uh, from... Some 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 uh, researches I've seen they show that sometimes, for example, white boys from working class families they are not covered for programs, yeah. uh, which for me means that we need to have more programs. Uh, and uh, well, now we have now if one of these boys starts doing chess thing, and ideally, like what I will like 
support that he starts creating connections with, with other groups, especially the underprivileged ones, underserved. Uh, so black boys, black girls, with Asian groups, with uh, with, uh, with LGBTQ plus friends, with because I personally love learning from these groups most because these people they they've been through shit. Like uh, you can cut it out, but I would say I would suggest you don't because uh, if you are marginalized groups, if you are lady, I don't need to explain you what glass ceiling is in, yeah. in IT. If you are a black person, I don't need to explain you that. When when I was living in Croydon, those who are in London, they know what it is. It's a it's a very diverse part of London, and uh, people living there they're hardworking and they're often not paid well. Uh, so when I was taking a train from there to Central London to work at one one of biggest banks there, I could see how the train is becoming quieter, and I was taking an elevator to the floor number twelve. I couldn't see black people there at all. And some of my friends who are black, they're extremely good developers, extremely good IT people, the best of the best. So something in between is missing. Uh, I'm fixing it. I'm making it bloody visible. I'm autistic. I can say whatever I want. And I'm using my autism now as a tool. Uh, I'm saying that I don't know your feelings. It's hard for me to calculate. So I will just say what I think is the truth. And if it's wrong, let me know. So I think that situation currently in industry is not normal. And there's a lot to fix especially around uh, underserved communities, especially black and especially women and especially LGBTQ+. I don't remember seeing ever a LGBTQ person in a city. Mm -hmm. And this is a very big problem because when you solve these things which are slowing them down from reaching positions they deserve, you will also slow this, you will also destroy the barriers which, which are slowing down the majority. So that's why, uh, like, I feel a bit dishonest because uh, it's not a selfless help. Yeah. Initially, I thought it's selfless, but the more I do it, the more I see that this way everybody benefits because if you forget the best position, the best person to the CTO level, the whole company will benefit. Yeah. And by the way, uh, uh, tens of thousands of girls will see that it's normal. Now it's not a, a girl from Nigerian village. Now it's a girl from the capital. And this girl is rich. And she is rich for doing something very well. And this this very well is using her brains to bring good to the community. So look at the Angie Jones, for example, my absolute star. Like I oh my god, Angie Jones is so good that I bought pri- uh, YouTube premium to listen to her lectures while I drive, not lectures to talks, because I couldn't find time. Yeah. And I'm sometimes I'm very cheap with money. I don't like so me paying for YouTube premium, this thing doesn't happen. But with Angie Johnson did. Uh, for those who don't know, go and Google it now. Put it on pause. John is amazing. I, I'm doing well. But if you want, if you need to remember one name out of three, remember Angie. Uh, the last time I checked, she had 12 plus patents, like patents. Wow. Uh, I think she has her own company. Uh, she's a huge person in, uh, I think it's Girls Who Code or Black Girls Who Code in the States. She's, I think she's first ever a Java champion who is a black lady. This person, she destroyed mountains. So uh, just if I can help in something she's doing, um, that that's more than enough. So that's why we need more Angie Johnson. With all respect to her, but we need more. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is really like, it's really important for people to have like aspirational figures, right? Yeah. To see people who look like them and have similar experiences. Yeah. Yeah. 
that they can look up to and learn from and and you know i think um uh you know it's missing for for a lot of a lot of folks yeah, around the world sure. um, especially when you think about things in a totally global sense um so we we only have a couple of minutes left here oh. uh well one thing i always like to end on that i think is kind of like a almost like a a fun you know interesting thought experiment question like when you think about people in the world who who are creating technology like living or dead uh you know uh kind of figures in the field who would you most want to like spend some time with and have lunch with and, and just talk to alive people who are alive or people who are dead both either one okay if the dead one then just out of my head i saw your question before but this name never came and now it came martin luther king yeah I, I I he died for stuff, and uh, even if he didn't die, uh, it wouldn't have changed his impact uh, in terms of like what he did. It, it's amazing, yeah. and alive people. The list is long, but let's be honest. Angie Jones, why? And because she's Angie. Because I don't even need her to talk. She can have her lunch, and I will feel how the world is becoming a better place around her and way beyond. She can see. So yeah. I love that. I, I think I saw her speak recently. Well, thank you so much, uh, Nikita. Um, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, joining me. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed it, feel free to you know subscribe and, and look out for other episodes. Um, where can people find you uh, and find what you're working on? Do you have Twitter well, or a blog that you want to shout out? I have everything because my passion is people. My tech, I would suggest, it depends on what you want to achieve. Yeah. Uh, my Twitter is for people. My LinkedIn is for filling the gap between companies and people. And yeah. this gap is awfully big. And I'm just investigating it, but it's like there's no bottom there. It's it's, it's bad, sorry. And uh, kind of, I'm thinking, I have an Instagram and TikTok. And uh, I'm thinking what to do with Instagram and TikTok. Because my IT there is not popular, people don't understand it. So I think that I'll probably just start sharing good thoughts, like how people should behave. Like the last thought which I found was, what do women uh, value in men in the relationship? Uh, I think it actually goes for all genders there. It's when you are naturally kind, kind towards her. When you are naturally kind, which means you care for the person, then the person starts liking you. It might happen. Of course, you, you cannot, you, everything can be perverted, but given that you both like each other and then you care, then well, so I just thought that maybe, so yeah, go Twitter, start with. I started Twitter, I actually went to Twitter because a lot of my subscribers, they actually, they live in countries where Twitter pays and LinkedIn yeah. doesn't. Unless you go on LinkedIn teaching people, I don't know how that works, but generally speaking, it doesn't. So, and I have people whose life is, uh, I have friends whose life is tough. Oh, and what for is them, the, uh, Nikita Kosarev. Okay. Uh, so that's what I teach people. Like, uh, I don't want your Twitter handle to be a butterfly lady or something. With all respect to ladies and butterfly, it's your name. You need to be proud of it, and it's your trademark. So it's your, something your parents gave it to you. So be proud of it. Let's use your name. Uh, so uh, Twitter, because a lot of people around the world they need money. And I want to help them to buy milk for their kids. So uh, LinkedIn, I love you, friends, but you really need to do something about it. That's not 
exactly fair. I'm sure your life is also tough, but uh, if somebody living in Nigeria or in India or in Pakistan uh, could earn a little bit from the advertisement, advertising which you are showing on their pages using their content, that would be fair. Because I have people, I have friends who don't have a mobile phone; they cannot afford it. They don't have a computer. They have like a so. I, I know a person. He's a very big devil now. His father took a loan to get him a two hundred dollars computer, because he accumulates all money from the family and took a loan. Yeah, and he's a true hero. So, LinkedIn, can we do something about it? Like really, that will be the best Christmas present ever. And if you need help from me, then I'm all in. And maybe free. Yeah. Well, of course, it'll be free. Come on, for this kind, I will be free. <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, that's a good note to end on. So, thank you very much again, and um, happy hacking. The state of developer education is brought to you by Major League Hacking or MLH. To find out more about MLH and how we power innovation, cultivate developer communities, and teach technical skills to students around the world, visit mlh.io. And then make sure to search for developer education in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Make sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at MLH, thanks for listening and helping us empower the next generation of technologists. Happy hacking!